Well, hey there, everybody. Hey, Pastor Pat Rankin, my co-host and friend, recovered from his surgery. Mike Wood Sr., how you doing? Doing great. How you doing? You're back to working out, back to boxing, back to calisthenics, back to running 5K marathons. Right. Probably not the marathons, Mm -hmm. but I did see you boxing last night. No, not last night. I was there. Oh, you were there, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, So... Just wanted to tell you, we are talking about worship today. Send in your prayer requests. Send in your questions, cares, and concerns. Get your stuff on the prayer wall. It is massive and wonderful and very effective. Mm -hmm. Prayer, prayer, prayer. Pray at all times and prayer changes things. Mm -hmm. I believe that's true. That's and, what, you know, that's what probably saved a lot of us was prayer. It is. And, you know, I tell people who don't believe in prayer, well, you know what? Maybe it doesn't work, but you know what? What if it does? And all this time you've been missing out. <laughs> yeah, what if it does? <laughs> Never looked at it that way. Well, in that case, start us out in some prayer. We'll get our show going, talk about worship, and uh, send your prayer requests in. Dear Heavenly Father, we'd just like to thank you ever so much for being in our lives and guiding us and uh, showing us the right from wrong. And uh, with our prayer, you know, uh, I don't know where we'd be without your prayer, Lord. I mean, there's so many times we go to you and secretly or in our prayer room or wall or closet or table. But as long as we're here obeying you and your laws, we're trying to get to heaven. And that's the main thing we want to do. We want to thank you for everything you do, keeping us safe and everything else. In your precious name we pray, Jesus. Amen. Amen and amen. So uh, I got to talk with uh, talk with a friend, actually, at boxing. Let's see, when was that? Uh, it was on Monday. And uh, wanted to clear something up uh, about... The, the possibility of loved ones seeing us down here on earth. And, and biblically, I was telling uh, this friend of ours, we couldn't get that to match up. You know, we, heaven wouldn't be heaven if they could see down here on earth. You, and, you, you uh, can't. The, yeah, I, uh, I, was, I was telling this uh, a friend of ours that there's a great chasm between uh, the earth and heaven. And the only way through there is through the atoning work of uh, blood of Jesus. And uh, he's the mediator. That uh, now it doesn't mean I did. I did tell our friend at boxing that it doesn't mean you can't pray to God and ask Him to uh, talk to your loved ones for you. You know, if you got a loved one up there, say, "Hey, God, let them know that." Yeah, I don't know how that works, but I know you wouldn't want them to, to dwell on things on earth. Well, the thing is, once you, but I kind of understand about matters once you get to heaven. You got your new body, but you also got your new thoughts. Mm-hmm. You people that you knew on this lifetime that are in heaven, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. But those that are then that they're not make it, maybe mm-hmm. you don't have no remembrance of them. Right. Because a remembrance of them would bring you wouldn't be happy. Right, would be heartache. Yeah, it's a, it's a whole new kingdom. Everybody needs to understand right. that it's it's so, heaven. Yeah. Heaven is outside of the dimension. Mm-hmm. Uh, is is in its own dimension. It's not. It's not. It's not um, a place like Earth where there's so many no, uh, problems and, and, and 
stumbling blocks. Yeah, well, if you look down the name, you'd see uh, your child or friend or anybody right. that right. you love, and they wasn't doing the right thing, you know? It would be, be hard. It'd be, you know, it'd be like your mom saying you do something when you're a kid or your dad. Right. You know? Amen. Yeah. Uh, so anyways, we're going to get into prayer. So if you got any prayers, make sure you send them on the prayer wall. Uh, I just got done going through the prayer wall. And, and guys, there's pages and pages and pages. And we, and, and we can and should pray for all of them. If you have some prayers on the prayer wall that uh, you need to update, update. Let us know how your friends are doing. Let us know how your family's doing. Let us know if they've been healed. Uh, let us know what the status is. And you can do that. That's under your open... Un- it's under your own control uh, by getting on the prayer wall. So if you tidy that up, it'll help us know where we need to direct our prayers. Um, so do that. So we're just going to, I'm not going to go through the prayer wall again, but what I am going to do is let you know that I did uh, cover a couple pages of the prayer wall. And it doesn't mean that, um, you know, there's a lot of times people get disheartened if somebody did press that they prayed on that. Mm-hmm. Uh, that that's that's not necessarily a, a telltale sign if somebody's prayed. I mean, how many times have somebody sent you a text and you didn't send a reply just because it's, you know, just you've read it and, and, and should we? We probably should, but don't hold that against anybody if you didn't see that it's somebody pressed, you know, that I'm praying or praying hands. Don't, don't let that deceive you. Um, people do see the prayer wall. They do pray. And I'm one of them. I try to update it when I can, but if it is or isn't updated, doesn't mean that it hasn't been prepped for. That's all I was saying, you know. All right. Um, so, anyways, the uh, prayer wall is awesome. Let's keep praying. Uh, so we're covering them. Also, want to cover my friend Johnny Moore. Continued healing for your arm. Continued healing for your wife's shoulder. My shoulder. Nicole. Sally Nice. Mike Loughton. Uh Mike. Anybody else that you have that may not be covered? Oh, I like left up Paige. He's in the house. Okay. Paige and anybody else got him? Send him up, please. Um, you know, so many people, uh, you know, your people's. We're praying for all our people that are, yeah. who are at uh, school and, and away at school and our teachers. And let's pray for our firefighters. Uh, police officers, and uh, sorry, I'm looking away. I'm writing almost down. Firefighters and police, military. Okay. Anything else? I'm sure there's a lot more, and we're going to lift yours up too as well. Um, Mike, let's lift those up if you would, sir, in prayer. Dear Heavenly Father, we just want to thank you. Thank you so much for allowing us to be here right now and uh, petition you and ask you for healing. Mm-hmm. Ask you for spiritual healing, mental and physical and bonding the travel ones. We want to continue to seek more of you and less of us. Right. And as uh, as we come before you, we just want to tell you how much we love you and that we're going to continue to praise you and give you all the glory. And we can we just want to end this with, uh, we love you, Jesus, and in your name we pray. Amen. Amen and amen. Um, wow. Um, 
weather's going to be phenomenal. It's supposed to be 67 and it's uh, Wednesday with sunshine. Mm. Love it, love it, love it. Love um, some what are you going to do? Well, I'm going to do probably a lot of yard work. Probably a lot of. Not sure yet, huh? There ain't a lot I can do that. It's a good day to be at the park, though. Um, it's a good day to worship the Lord. So let me tell you three three ways that God speaks to you, and then we'll talk about worship. We got a lot of places. Then I want to cover this. There's so much to cover. Uh, remind me to talk about new members. Remind me to talk about volunteers. Remind me to talk about um, what we're going to do this summer. And remind remind me to. Um, I can't even remember what else. So, anyways. Um, let's cover the bulletin first. All right. Like, let's cover the bulletin. I got so many things on my mind. So, all right. Um, so you guys know the new members. I talked about some of the, the people that just joined. Russell and Brenda Wyckoff. They helped us with the funeral. They're awesome. I think they're from Nevada. Terry Williams, who's been coming to our church for a long time. Thomas and Ellie uh, Sesney and Christine Schumacher, uh, who. Her and her son come to boxing, and her husband, and Brandy Hunt. So thank you guys for all jumping, uh, jumping, joining. <laughs> Who can talk anymore? Uh, for joining the church, and thank you for helping out uh, grow the church. Thank you for all those who uh, who have been baptized as of late and are participating in the worship. Um now, I'd just like to thank the Lord for that boxing ministry, the people that were got coming into there and learning about Jesus. Mm-hmm. And, uh, hey, that is just, mm-hmm. well, you see it Monday night. I don't know where they are all going to fit if they keep moving like this. Yeah, I mean, it was a big, big crowd. Big crowd. Um, and, you know, they're coming to church. They're joining the church. It's just like to come up here and listen to that. They're coming here and they're planting that seed and they're getting to know the Lord. They are. And we're all worshiping together. And we're all, mm-hmm. It's like a big family. Uh, uh, along with the other ministries that are going on. BC's class and, yeah. and the rest of them. The, the Bible studies. and all, It's so, so good right now. It's really nice to get close and like you say, just like a small community when you got a good group. Good group of people and, and that continues to grow. And shout out to the people in Troy. My Gosh, we're already over 80-something people there. Really? <laughs> Just our, I don't think we've been out there for, but, I don't know, six or seven times. So shout out to all you guys, and obviously North is always rocking along with Westport. So this summer we're going to do, and I'm trying to think of what the name of it is. Everybody gets one, or everybody sponsors one, or everybody prays for one. Something like that. I can't remember what it is, and I don't know why I don't have it with me. But what we're going to do is, is kind of, it's going to be kind of an outreach this summer where we're, you know, you, let's say you're praying for John Smith and you want John Smith to come to the Lord. So you're, we're going to put him on the list. We're going to pray for him and you're going to, you know, you're going to talk to him or pray with him or invite him to church or whatever. And, uh, it's a, it's a neat program and I, and I'll be telling everybody about it sooner than later. Uh, so I just want to kind of give you a shout out. That's something. We're going to do this summer. And usually when summer kind of comes along, it kind of, you know, people are, oh, <laughs> I think uh, my cat just moved the camera. So I'm going to slide out of here real quick and check and make sure that it's still in frame. So hang on with me, guys. All right. 
still looks like it is. Um, cool. So, sorry about that. We got my wife's cat in here. Uh, what is his name? Bobby. Bobby the instigator. Um, so anyways, that's what we're going to do this summer. So be thinking about adding one to your prayer list and inviting them. And we'll pray that they become born-again church members and they help out. Amen to that. Um, so now we're going to talk about worship. Um, no, we're not going to talk about worship. We're going to finish talking about the dang bulletin. So, man, I'm all over the place this morning, or today rather. Uh, so Blessing of the Bikes comes March 25th and 26th. Woman's Breakfast is on March 25th, and uh, VBS Volunteer Meeting February 26th, uh, and Stephanie Fink is running that. Totally awesome, totally huge. I talked to her about it at boxing, and I go, do you know everybody in the whole church knows that you're going to run this VBS now? So she's got a big, uh, she's got a big job ahead of her. Mm -hmm. VBS is wonderful, isn't it? Five oh, days yeah. of fun. Uh, mom and dad Bible study, kid Bible study, all kinds of food, all kinds of snacks, all kinds of Bible studies, all kinds of togetherness. So uh, sign up, be a volunteer, be a doer this year. And also, I don't want to beat this to death, but make sure you get your connection card. I was just praying for some people Monday with these cards. They let us know what's going on in their life. Pray. Join the church, get baptized, uh, show us what campus you go to. Um, so these are awesome. All right. Uh, where we're going to be today is in Exodus 20 and uh, Psalm 100. So we'll start out in Exodus 20 verses 1 through 16. We'll talk about the Ten Commandments. So was there anything else that I said I was going to cover before we started our study? We're going to talk about our, the new members, right? Our volunteers, right? And uh, whatever that is, whatever it is. your handwriting ain't any better than mine. Oh, about the summer. You did talk about the summer. summer. All right, I got it all covered. So I'm not as scatterbrained as I think I am. No, you're doing fine. All right, can we read? Uh, Mike, I'm going to have you read it. Exodus 20. Verses 1 through 16. We're going to go through the Ten Commandments. I mean, when is the last time you went through the Ten Commandments? Now, okay, we'll go from 20 to Exodus 20. All right. Yeah, I got it right there. It's just a matter of feeling the page for it. Yeah. Exodus 20. Mm -hmm. And God spoke all these words, saying, I'm the Lord your God, which have brought you out of the land of Egypt and out of the house of bondage. All right, hold on. If I can hold you, put your finger there, please, Mr. Mike. So worship is a feeling or expression of adoration. So how you worship the Lord is how you worship the Lord. Whether you raise your hand or you tap your feet or you dance or you shout or you sing or whatever, you're showing God that you have reverence for his holiness. Would you say that's a pretty decent definition yeah, of worship? Is, right? um, if you don't worship God, you know, he'll get the rocks to cry out. If you don't worship God, you're missing out on a blessing. 
if you don't worship God, you're not stirring up the spirit within you, who then in turn could stir up another spirit, us together can stir up your spirits. Amen. Worship's very important. That's all I'll say. Go ahead, Mike. Uh, three, you shall have no other God before me. Stop. Because you were saying something about that before we went on the show about not having any other idols, and you said that's kind of why we're where we're at now. No, yeah. idols. So can you explain? I didn't even get you to elaborate on that before we came on the show. Uh, what I was talking about is that's when we really got into problems when we thought we were smarter than what we really are. Mm-hmm. And uh thing is about... Uh, that's where all the trouble started in the Old Testament. You know? Mm-hmm. When they... Started thinking they knew more than the Lord and didn't want to obey the Lord from uh, getting out of Egypt, thinking they should have stayed there, from wanting to build idols because they thought Moses was uh, was over the hill, I guess you might say, huh? I I don't know. You know, you look back and I laugh, and I don't mean to. I just laugh because people, and I just mean this in general terms, we can become so ignorant to the things of God, like Mike said, by building idols, worshiping, we will worship our job, we worship each other, we worship our, you know, our truck or car or whatever, you know, and uh, then you can really get off track. You can, you can, I, I don't think like worshiping your cars and trucks and that, I mean, really, I mean, I never, I don't think I would really actually do that, I've been kind of proud of it, but. But I mean, sometimes that can be people. If you look on the internet, a lot of these people think their worth comes with their car. Like if you, you know, what you're rock stars, and yeah. oh, I got two Lamborghinis and a Ferrari, and I got, you know, they got stacks of cash sitting on the thing. And mm-hmm. I just, you know, I have, you know, whatever. I just, I, I'm, I'm with Mike on this idol worship thing. Yeah, I really. Uh... I mean, that's. Yeah. I mean, but there are idol worship in the Old Testament. There, they're taking Statues. gold and building calves and what have you, you know. Mm-hmm. And because uh, gold, I guess they thought more precious than the Lord. See, that's another thing. I mean, there are still a lot of statues yeah. in people's front yards now. Oh well, yeah, a lot of them. They but I don't think people worship them. They're just there to. Uh, let people know that you're uh, maybe you're a Christian, or maybe you. Uh, who knows? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a. Uh, yeah, you got to be careful about them when you start putting statues in your front yard of, of people and figurines and saints and, and and worshiping and think that they got deity. That's dangerous. No, you know, not to jump off this here, but you know. We, you was talking the other week, or I uh, was talking about uh, water baptism. You know, people think you have to be yeah. baptized to get to heaven. Mm-hmm. Did Jesus or that convict, they weren't baptized. <laughs> they, no. There's your answer right there. Right. Right. Huh? Right. Here's five, boom. Yep. That's right. And the Lord said, Remember me this day in paradise. Yeah. Or he said, Jesus said, you'll be with me this day in paradise. He said, remember me, Jesus, remember me when you come into your kingdom. Yeah. He said, this day you'll be with me in paradise. Yeah, so make sure you're worshiping Jesus and Jesus. And that there's a lot, that's your way of letting people know that 
you know, I really believe in God. I really love the Lord, and I want other people to know that this is who I am. Yeah, when you get into that Bible, or when you get into that, uh, when you get into your walk with the Lord, and you're really excited about Him, you won't have a problem uh, not only being baptized, but telling everybody about it. Right. You know, that's exactly right. You know, and uh, you get past that. Turning the road, you're on your right, you're on your way up, let's say, huh? Yeah. Amen. Yeah. So, we go on to number four. Mm-hmm. You shall not make unto yourself any graven image or likeness of anything that's in heaven above or what is in the earth beneath or that in the water under the earth. Mm-hmm. You shall not bow down yourself to them nor serve them, for I am the Lord your God and I'm a jealous God. Mm-hmm. Visiting the equity of the fathers upon the children unto the third and fourth generation of them who hate me and shown mercy unto the thousands of them who love me mm-hmm. and keep my commandments. Mm-hmm. You know what? That was a get go from the beginning. You gave them that in Ten Commandments. Put them down, and you know what? If you could do these, you, you're going to have a good chance of being a good person. Mm-hmm. Hey. Then you shall not take the name of the Lord your God in vain, for the Lord will not hold him guiltless. He takes his name in vain. Mm-hmm. Taking the name of the Lord in vain pertains to all blasphemy, all swearing, prejudice, and in fact, all irrelevant use of God's name in ordinary life. Mm-hmm. So, uh, I mean, I don't care if you're five years old. I remember talking about that in Sunday school, and you know what? Uh, you remember that? Yeah. You don't, you know, I mean, you catch yourself. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know why anybody would say it anyway, but, you know. Six days you shall labor and do all your work, but on the seventh day is the Sabbath of the Lord your God, and you shall not do any work, nor your son, your daughter, your servants, nor your cattle, nor your stranger that is within your gates. For in six days the Lord made heaven and earth and the sea, and all in them he rested the seventh day. Wherefore the Lord blessed the Sabbath and howled it. Mm-hmm. I want to read this little bit of commentary here. It says, says the seventh day was not so much as a day of worship, as we think of such now, but rather a day of rest. Even the very beast pressed into man's service, the fall shall rest. So, you know, that was, well, that's kind of, you know, the New Testament, I guess, is when they really started worshiping on Sunday, so they're going to take the day off as a day of rest, Mm -hmm. and they kind of combined it. Mm -hmm. Whereas with the Jewish, I guess it was on Saturday night, and yeah, right? That's right, yeah. That's when their that's when their week was uh, over and then started. Uh, let me talk about that on the rest. So I've said this a lot to a lot, especially my staff. If you don't get, and I, I'm guilty of it, trust me. So I'm not I'm not pointing fingers. I, I'm guilty of this for sure. If you don't get rest somewhere, some break in your week where you're resting, resting your mind, 
for sure your mind is the most important and your body and, and just time to exhale and take in all the goodness. You end up going from you end up going from Sunday to Sunday mm-hmm. and you never had a break to take it in, rest your mind and rest your body. And then it just keeps going. When you don't take a rest, you develop very, very bad habits. Mm-hmm. You start forgetting about God. You start forgetting about your family. Your money becomes your God. You worship it, um, all that. And, you, and you're running on emotion you're, you haven't taken care of the things at your house. You haven't taken care of your car. You haven't taken, you know, it hasn't had an oil change. You haven't had time to do this. You haven't had time to go at the park with the kids. You haven't had time to be with your wife. It's, it's, a, it's not good at all. It is not good if you don't have a day of rest. Amen to that. And, Amen. and I think everybody's guilty about it at some level in 2023. Let's just all kind of throw our hat in the ring there. And I'm not great at it. I'm not. But I really try on Sunday to unwind. And uh, and I'm not big on unwinding at all. But I try on Sunday to sit down and, and unwind for a couple hours before I do anything. You know, usually after I sit for a couple hours, me and Vicky will get up and we'll work out or we'll walk or we'll do whatever, and then we watch a movie or something mm-hmm. like that. But it's just a good time. And and then it's better for you to take little bitty, tiny, small breaks throughout each day than it is to try to plan a big one. Because a lot of you guys are planning big ones and it never happens because you plan your plans aren't realistic because your life is overcommitted. So break that down into pieces, like I said, you know, take five or ten minutes in the morning. Take five or ten minutes in the afternoon. Take five or ten minutes before bed. Absolutely. And your whole life will change. And you go, well, that ain't much time. I don't care. Start out in the morning. Sometimes me and Vicky's time is not more than 15 minutes together in, in worship or prayer or whatever. And then, you know, sometimes at, at lunch and then it, before bed for sure. And if you can't do that, you need to adjust your schedule. And I know everybody has differing schedules. <clears throat> Surely you can worship the Lord when you get up and you go to bed. Mm-hmm. You know? And so rest is very important. So um, I, I'm a big believer of that. I'm not real good at it, but I'm trying to get better. And I and uh, so there's my two cents on rest. Any rest. It, it's good. And you need that, rest. You got to have rest, and then I and I think you also need. And, and that being said, then you need to have a healthy balance of of life, you know, of of work and fun, and you know, you have to live a disciplined life to a certain degree to make it functional. I mean, let's be honest. If we wasn't pushing ourselves a little bit, we'd be probably pretty unhealthy. Right. You have you have to push yourself a little. Bit. Oh yeah, for sure, you got to. Okay, go ahead, Mr. Mike. All right. So, honor your father, your mother, and that your days may be long upon the land which the Lord your God gives you. All right. So, you know what that means. You got something to take care of. Better take care of it and he'll give you some more. He ain't going to give you more if you're not taking care of what you got. That's what you say, Pastor Pat. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and that's another thing. Uh, yeah, it, it's self-explanatory. So, 
Um, there you go. I, I don't need to comment on that. Go ahead. All right. You shall not kill. Ooh. Uh, in Romans 13, 14, it says, that is not murder to kill and to commit murder are two different verbs Correct. in the Hebrew text. Mm -hmm. So, you want to kill them bad diseases, mm -hmm. but you don't want to kill you your don't, You don't want to murder, right? Alright, you shall... You shall not commit adultery. Regarding this sin, both men and women are placed in the same category. And our duty toward our neighbor is to respect the bond on which the family based and that honor which to the true, dearer than life marriage. One flesh, Genesis 2, verse 24. Can I share something with you? Yeah. And I'm, I'm going backwards a little bit. And I don't mean to just beat this wrestling to death, but <laughs> Matthew 11, 28 through 30 says, uh, come, come to me all who are, are labored and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Mm -hmm. Take upon my yoke upon you and learn from me. For I am gentle and lowly in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy, and my burden is light. Amen. Yeah, that's... So, if you're going to pick up in anything, and and again, I don't mean to just beat the drum on this, but, you know, for the most part, I would say about 99, almost 100%, but 99% of the stuff that me and my watch is on Pure Flix. And I, and I just watch it on Pure Flix because I don't have to get up and change channel. So it's it's a good movie. I always we always watch uh, movies about westerns, you know, is somebody taking over a ranch or something because that's what we like, you know. And they got all kinds of stuff on Pure Flix, but the stuff on Pure Flix is very it's very vast, and and it's everything's already pretty heavily vetted. So when you go to turn on Netflix or uh, Pure Flix, it's it's good stuff, and that's what we rest in is, is stuff that has a good story to it. It's about God. Um, and I just don't spend a lot of time watching things that aren't, don't honor God. So, mm. And he said if you would tandem with him or yoke with him, he will give rest for your souls. But you can't be watching some shoot them up and blow up the city movie and with all kinds of language and expect God to give you rest in that. It's just not. Mm. So uh, there you go. There's my two cents on the rest That's of the great game. two cents. Yeah, so, so try that, or just try some wholesome stuff and start getting away from the world. Stuff. Uh, how's this? you think this one's simple enough? You shall not steal. Oh, boy. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, yeah, that's, you know, that means you don't be taking your neighbor's stuff, respect his property, yeah. and simply don't take things that don't belong to you. Don't take things you don't earn. <laughs> you shall not bear false witness against your neighbor. Well, I love the way it says it in King James, man. What's that? <laughs> you should not bear false witness against your neighbor. It says false witnesses is two kinds of public and private. Uh, it's saying, yeah, it's just, it's just telling you to make sure that you're, uh, I'll just put it in easy terms, that you're kind to your neighbor. I mean, yes. How about 17? Oh, we only was on 16, but mm -hmm. want to read 17 there? Yeah, 17 it? says, You shall not cover your neighbor's house, you shall not cover your neighbor's wife, or his manservant, maidservant, ox, ass, 
nor anything that is your neighbor's. I guess that's I guess that's just total jealousy. Mm-hmm. Everybody wants what somebody else somebody has, else has. But they just don't want to put the effort in there to get it. They much rather have somebody hand it to them. Or try to work it out where they can you get it. You see all these cars getting broken into? What the heck is that? Yeah, you know, uh, it is. If, I remember back in the day, if you smashed somebody's windshield, like, you were going to jail. Yeah, I don't mean nothing. I don't think they even prosecute people steal cars anymore, do they? Mm-hmm. I don't know. I, I mean, yeah. But anyways, the reason I brought, I just brought Ten Commandments, and they're all there, and you guys already know all these, but knowing them, practicing them, sometimes it's two different things. Worshiping the Lord, uh, not just in spirit and truth, which he wants you to, obviously. That's John 4, 24, I think. But he also wants you to remember these laws because these laws are the reason why he came, because you couldn't keep it. Yes, absolutely. But it doesn't mean that you don't try to live by them either. It doesn't mean you just live under some type of grace where you don't even make an attempt to watch your language, watch your, you know, don't steal and it's not yours and all that, you know. I'm reminded of the things of God's. I I never, um, I never desire to take things that are God's or take things that are somebody else's. And it just never did appeal to me. So, um, hopefully by us reading this today, we'll remind you to be conscious of of things, uh, let's see, how much time we got? 15, 20, okay, all right. Uh, so we should have about 20 minutes left. So now we're going to go into Psalm 100. So remember uh, to read the Ten Commandments and, and share them with your kids. And uh, as we go into Psalm 100, man, I told Mike we're going to go into Psalm 100, and he just about recited the whole thing. Well, when did you learn it? I don't know we didn't learn that when we was in Sunday school. I guess probably about second or third grade. So that was a couple years ago for you. Yeah. So uh, we're going to go to this, and that's it's probably the easiest. Um, it, it's one of the most impactful groups of scripture uh, there is on worship. Uh, how do you like to? Before we get into this, is there one particular thing song? Or place you like to be to worship the Lord, Mike? You feel closest to the Lord. I mean, you know, and sometimes I, uh, I think most of the time when I'm alone, mm-hmm. I get like I get up in the morning, I'm down, still sleeping, or I'm going, you know, and I'll sit there. We got the ten command, our uh, last supper there in the wall, and I look at that, and uh, yeah, start day with prayer and you know, thankfulness and. Uh, that's a good way for me to start. Yeah. You know, I mean, if, yeah. God has blessed you, hasn't he? Although we're abundantly fond Yeah. So it's neat that how everybody worships the Lord. Um, but before we go to bed at night, you before know. Before we go to bed. And actually, in the psalm, it breaks down how uh, and, and, and why and what to do when you get there. So I'll have you read that if you're already at Psalm 100. And uh, if you guys aren't, don't know this, it's only five verses, but uh, very powerful. 
This is a call to praise the Lord. Make a joyful noise unto the Lord, all ye lands. Serve the Lord with gladness. Come before his presence with singing. Know ye that the Lord, he is God. It is he who has made us, and not we ourselves. We are his people and the sheep of his pasture. Enter into his gates with thanksgiving and into his counts with praise. Be thankful unto him and bless his name. Mm -hmm. For the Lord is good, his mercy is everlasting, and his truth endures to all generations. Everything else falls by wayside while his truth marches on. Mm -hmm. that marches on. That means it has no stop. That's right. He does it forever. That's right. That's what we got here with Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior. Mm -hmm. You know, we'll sit here and many of you'll be good friends. We know each other for 50, 60 years, but one day one was to go before the other. And But you know what? The Lord, they never know that, let you go. You know what? He'll yeah, always be there. Yeah, I was thinking you about let him go, but you know, he know what you go. Yeah, I was thinking about that when you pulled up. You, you pulled up there in the driveway. I go, there's Mike Senior, and just brought a smile on my face to be able to do the show with you. And uh, and uh, I hope you guys enjoy uh, the show. We sure enjoy bringing it to you, and yeah. you sure enjoy worshiping the Lord and learning more about the Bible and, you know what, and this just, church and everything. So, you know, if you're talking about the Lord, you're talking. That's what you want to talk about. You want to talk about somebody? Talk about the Lord. Talk about the Lord. And don't be talking about your neighbor, your friend down the street. Talk about the it's Lord. Easy, it's <laughs> easy to do that. It's easy to get off and, and yeah. start complaining about stuff. But you know, it's kind of like we just seen my, my our birdhouse blown yeah. over there. We got a uh, um, oh, what is it? Is it? A, it's not a sparrow birdhouse. What is it? I can't think. Oh, uh, purple martin birdhouse. And uh, it blew over, and uh, my my wife was said, "We need to get that back up." And man, there was a lot of birds that live inside there. It was so that it was so windy. It's their house. We got to get it back up there. So uh, that is right. Uh, it is, yeah. And and we got a couple of them at the farm, but boy, they sure provide a, a, a great nesting place for the for the birds. So we need to get that thing back up. I'm sure that. Came down with a boom. I bet they flew out of there when that thing hit. Yeah, but it's just scary too. Yeah. All right. So speaking of birds, it says make a joyful noise. Mm -hmm. uh, all make a joyful noise to the Lord. All the earth. So you guys were at the Heart of Worship conference, and uh, Jess played that uh, one thing with the Louis Giglio. Um, Thing where the where the whale was singing, the stars were singing, and you put it all together. It's a symphony of praise to the Lord. When when God is telling everybody to make a joyful noise, He means everybody. Mm -hmm. That means the animals. That means the people. That means uh, you know everything that has breath needs to praise the Lord, and it needs to be a joyful noise. And why do we make uh, joy in our heart? Because of all the things that God has done for us. Mm -hmm. And you can look back, and I can look back, and you guys can all look back at all the things that God has done for us, and, and it's easy to worship Him. As a matter of fact, let's take just a second of time just to reflect, close your eyes, on the goodness of God. Let's just pray. Just, just be still for a minute.
All right. So you can remember of all the things that God has done for you. And I can remember all the things that God has done for me and my family. And it helps me make a joyful noise to the Lord. Amen to that. It helps me, makes it easier for me to want to praise Him again and get on my knees and thank Him again. God is so good and His Spirit is so powerful and so mighty that uh, He's here with us today on the show. He's, He's speaking to me and Mike we're speaking to you through the power of the Holy Spirit. So we're making that joyful noise. Serve the Lord with gladness and come into his presence with singing. Can I tell you something about serving the Lord with gladness? Quit being a grumper. Mm-hmm. Quit being a complainer. Quit being a... What do you call somebody that's a complainer? Uh, a grouch. Yeah. All right. Do you remember the Grinch when you're you're a mean one, Mr. Grinch? Don't be a Grinch. God has done amazing things. You need to serve him with gladness. Yes, you do. And you know, all the things you don't even know he's done for you. Yeah, don't you really have some yeah. something to pray about and be thankful for. Don't complain. Mm-hmm. Yeah, why would you want to complain? Don't do no good. That's what God told me. Who wants to complain all the time? Do you? I don't. No, but, you know, we do. It's just human nature. All right. I think it probably is. But you would, you'd come into his presence with gladness if you sang. Uh He says, come into his presence with singing. And sometimes when I'm in a, when I'm in a kind of a, Oh, I don't know if you call it. It surely is not depressed. But if I come into, if I get into a uh, kind of a funk or a fear, I'll sing to the Lord. Jesus loves me. This I know, for the Bible tells me so. So come into His presence with singing. Yes, sing to the Lord. I was. Know that the Lord. I'm in verse three. Know that the Lord, He is God. It is He who made us, and we are His. We are His people, and the sheep of His pasture. Um, so when you look at your body, and I always say this, don't look in the mirror and try to find fault with yourself all the time. God made you, and he made you beautiful, and he made you in his image. Mike, he wants you to take care of yourself. He wants you to be excited about uh, who he made, how he made you. We're his people. I belong to God. If you don't like the way I look, take it up with God. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah. What do you think of that? You're right there. You don't like the way I look. Take it up with God. Why do you always want to change your body and change your... Everybody's just... They get unhappy with their bodies and they get all these kind of things done and we get the... uh, You know, different surgeries done and all these kind of things. And I I don't... There's probably nothing really wrong with it in itself other than you trying to... uh, Do something that God probably doesn't want you to do, I guess. I don't know. Yeah, you may do that way. Whether you have a, you know, however, you know, your nose is this way, or it's that way, or your eyes are this way. I don't know. Is there anything wrong with that? Yeah, I'll tell you what. Huh? I can find something you don't like. Yeah, I don't know why you would. And kind of looking at like, what are you gonna do? Nothing to worry about. What are you gonna do about it? You don't like to do about it. Yeah, be nothing you can do about it. You know, you don't want to be a phony. 
But anyways, this is uh, I'm glad that he made us the way we are. You know, I ain't gonna argue with him. He made you sturdy, man. You've been around and did all kinds of things. And I just think, I don't know if there was never a day where you were complaining to the Lord about your whatever, your finger or your elbow or your feet or whatever, but it's that way he made your fingers and your elbow and your feet and your your head and your hair and all that is what got you out of all the predicaments you were in. He made you just sturdy enough to get through all the things that you went through. Yes, he did. He, I'm very thankful. I mean, just think about it. All the different situations you've been in in your life in 70 plus years to be all the places you've been all over the world and your fingers operating the way your mind told it to so you could enact and get out of the places you weren't supposed mm-hmm. to be in all by the grace of God. You know, you're absolutely right. And I think uh, anybody who sit down and take a look at themselves, they can think, you know what? It was God. Yeah. And how he designed you. Look how he designed you. Yeah. I mean, some of you guys out there or God designed you and you've been in and out of situations your brains worked how it's supposed to work your legs and your hands and all that all worked in unison because God programmed your mind and helped you grow your mind I think we ought to praise God for that I ought to be happy about that and worship Him we should praise the Lord can't praise Him enough and uh, and and I'm not an anti- you know, don't use hair color or anything like that. I think that's fine if it makes you look better, feel better. That's fine. I think it's okay. But I, I don't. I don't think structurally, you changing yourself is a way of honoring God. I mean, uh, you think I would get bicep implants? Huh? No. Okay. I think who did that? Oh, your buddy did that. Uh, what's his name? That guy from UFC. Uh, yeah. Did bicep? No, 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 it was Oscar Del Hoy having some abs. Oh. <laughs> I don't know. I, I'm not t- I don't worry about that. But anyways, all right. So God made us how we're made, and he loves you, and, and me and Mike love you too, so that's good enough, I think, for everybody. Yeah, i tell you what. Uh, where his people, sheep of his pasture, verse 4, enter his gates with thanksgiving, his course with praise, and giving thanks to his name, bless his name. So then again, it's it's reiterating. When you enter his gates with thanksgiving. Why, why should you enter his gates with thanksgiving? Because if you're not thankful, that means you're probably ungrateful. Can I tell you what it looks like when you're ungrateful? Eh. I tell you guys this every Christmas. It's that, it's that brat that comes over to your house that isn't happy about the dang gift you gave him. You believe it? Yeah. Oh, here's a little something here. Enter into his gates with thanksgiving and to his court with praise and be thankful unto him and bless his name. Even though the verse refers to the old economy of God, mm-hmm. in essence it means that every believer when coming into the Lord's presence and prayer should begin with thanksgiving Amen. and praise. Amen. So begin with thanksgiving and praise. Mm-hmm. And that's what we did. I think just having a heart, and we don't talk about this enough, but it's a way of worshiping, obviously, Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. I'm thankful, watch this, I'm thankful that I'm saved. I'm thankful for my family, I'm thankful for my wife, I'm thankful for my kids, I'm thankful for my grandkids, I'm thankful for friends like Mike, I'm thankful for friends like you, I'm thankful for my church, I'm thankful for my country living, I'm thankful for my wealth. Uh, in my health, I'm thankful for who God, how God made me. I'm thankful for all the friends I have, mm. and, I, and I worship God for all of it. 
Amen to that. And you can thank the Lord again because He's going to continue to guide you and instruct you and get more friends and that's great. Everything. And if you would just have a heart of, of gratefulness, that'll keep you from being ungrateful. You ever? I told you about the people that are ungrateful. Isn't that just aggravating? Wow. somebody up here and there's the Garden of Gethsemane there and then right here in the center is a picture of a of a church at the bottom of a hill and then a mountain yeah. on top or maybe up that river there somewhere. God got somebody way down that river or maybe got them in church or way up on that mountain way right. back there. But wherever you're at God can get you. And that, yes, that's, can. that's amazing. So um, I think we're gonna get tight on time here. We got five minutes. Sorry. Let's cover speaking of five, verse five. This is this is uh I don't know if it's the best, but it's I, I believe it is. Uh for the Lord is good, steadfast, love endures forever, and his faithfulness to all generations. Alright. Why is this verse so important? Because it 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 tells you, it identifies, it puts the cherry on top. That's what makes all of this work. God's goodness. Say mm -hmm. that with me. God's goodness. One more time. God's good. goodness. We have to remember the Lord is good. It's kind of like I told you. I went down to get my truck and it was all repaired and I had all the repairs done. It was real expensive. And I drove it out and got to the end of the driveway. Poof. Blew a bunch of good smoke, big smoke everywhere. Didn't run anymore. Had to pull it back in the mechanic shop. And uh, I drove, you know, whatever. How many miles? 80 miles there. 80 miles came back. Didn't have my truck. But you know something? That's okay. It's okay. It's all right. And the mechanic called me back and said he fixed it. Now, if I was really caught up into worldly things and, and all my plans and you know I had plans you you know how I have everything sandwiched together and everywhere I gotta be I, I was supposed to be here there and everywhere and I gotta be here there and everywhere tomorrow and all that but if you'll just stop and go you know what it's okay it's not the end of the world right. God is good and if, and if you didn't get your truck out of the shop that's okay if you didn't get your car out of the shop that's okay that car will be car will be there or yeah. won't be there, and there'll be others down the road. But you, if you, Mike, if you and I and all our friends today would remember how good God is, well, you know what? your whole life would change. It would. It doesn't matter. And I know everybody is going through something right now because we just got out of winter. 
we're basically, I won't call us in spring, but we're close. We're wanting to get into summer. So we're kind of, we're not quite in limbo, but we're going to be going into spring. There's all kinds of things going on. But what needs to be first in your life is God mm -hmm. and you tandem with him in his goodness. Amen. Um, his steadfast love endures forever and his faithfulness to all generations. So let's talk on that. Uh, before we end our show today. And I think we just got to, let me check the time again real quick. We got four minutes. His, his faithfulness is to all generations. So what does that mean? Let me open this back up. I kind of closed this premature. His faithfulness to all generations. If I didn't think that God was faithful to all generations I wouldn't pray but I believe he wants me to be saved he wants my children to be saved he wants my grandchildren to be saved he wants my neighbors to be saved as a matter of fact whether it's 1 Peter 3 8 or 3 9 he says that God wishes that no man perish Ooh. he is very faithful he wants Mike's family to be saved he wants he wants his children, his children's children to be saved. He wants you and your children, your children's children to be saved. Here's, here's what I'm going to say to you today. Don't ever believe the lie that says only certain people and a certain amount of people are going to be saved. God wants everybody to be saved. He doesn't want anybody to perish. That includes the worst of the worst. And here's what I believe, and I've never said this publicly, but I'm going to say it today. I believe that God is so good and his love runs so deep for mankind at the very end of life, whoever it is, that person, I believe God moves heaven and earth to try to reach that person mm -hmm. for salvation. All that God is, say it with me class, God is so good that in the end, well, we ran out of time. All right, I knew we were getting close. God is so good that all the way to the end, even the worst person, because there's a lot of people that are watching the show today and you go, I don't know if that loved one was saved. I believe that God, the God that we know is so good and so loving and so kind, he tried everything he possibly could, stuck everything in this person's path to get him saved before they die. Mm-hmm. And I don't think I don't think that's out of character of God, do you? Mm. I don't think that's wishful thinking, and I don't think it's heresy or anything like that. I believe that my God's that good mm -hmm. that he, he, you know, that, let's say, and I don't know, hypothetical situation. Mike prayed for a guy. He, he, let's just call him John Smith. John, I hope John Smith gets put uh, born again, born again, born again, born. And let's say John Smith never professes Christ. But right there on his dying bed, finally goes, you know what I remember? And, and maybe he could even be in a coma. And he remembers all the times you, Mike Sr. witnessed to him. And he says, Jesus, I want you uh, uh, to remember me when you get into your kingdom. And Jesus will say, this day you'll be with me in paradise. And he could take his last breath and go straight into glory. Now, why isn't that possible? Because that person that died on the cross next to Jesus 
Don't you believe that his grandma was praying for him all that time going, I hope that Johnny comes to the Lord. Johnny comes to the Lord. Oh, it doesn't look like Johnny's going to come to the Lord. And he finally dies on the, uh, hanging there on the cross and he says, hey, Jesus, remember me when you come into your kingdom. Yeah. And then he gets saved right there. That's the power of God. Absolutely. It's and, power in the Lord. And that's why we ought to worship the Lord. So there you go. That's a smoking show right there. I believe you're correct there, Pastor Matt. Mike, pray us out of here and bless the people. Dear Heavenly Father, thank, thank you, you again for so much and everything you do in our lives. We just want everyone to know and love you. Yes. Hey, we all have someone we like, including myself. We all want to go to heaven. I don't care if you we want to go, and there's only one way, and that's through you. In your precious name we pray. Amen. Amen. All right, guys, thank you for being on the show. Remember to share the show. Send your prayer request up. Hope to see you this weekend at a church service near you. Remember two things, though. Jesus loves you, and I love you. Have a great day in the Lord. Have a great day in the Lord. We'll see you then.